girl, Ween. You good girl. Sadie Dog is bad. <laughs> You're the best. Sadie is the worst. I'll say it to Sadie's face. Why are you walking away from me? <laughs> hey, everybody. It is me. Your boy. Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got Ween Dog there. Sadie Dog upstairs. Lord knows where the cats are. It doesn't matter. Fuck those bitches. <laughs> it's the Elemental Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Tim McAllister, uh, ex-comedian, ex-social worker, current uh, degenerate, current, uh, I don't know, vagrant. Not, what's another good term to, to use uh, ne'er-do-well? <laughs> Uh, you guys are caught up. That's the podcast. If you're new, thanks for listening. I highly doubt I have anyone new. I think last week, and maybe early this week, I had some newer listeners. But now uh, now I don't think uh, I don't think I do. Because all the new listeners are like, fuck this shit. And they left. Because <laughs> uh, I think I did maybe get one or two uh, people who listen to the, who, who are these podcasts? Who are, who are these idiots? Who are these guys? So if you if you found me through that that, great. If you're a longtime listener, great. If you're a Patreon subscriber, you're the fucking greatest of all time. You are the smartest human being I've ever met in my life. <laughs> so uh, yeah, did you guys have a good day? Was it a good day? It was a good day? It's a good day. Good day. Good day. Good day. It's a good day. Good day. Good day. I uh, worked again, as I as I do most days, Monday through Friday, working for the Dots, delivering delicious ice cream. You couldn't see me air quotes, the delicious. <laughs> I was out uh, doing one-offs, uh, places that needed shit, whatever. Uh, pick, tried to pick up some freezers. I picked up one. We're losing accounts, everybody. Deb and Dots, we're losing accounts. We had to raise the price. We're jacking up the price. The ice cream price is too damn high. And so some of these gas station mom and pop places are like, fuck you and fuck your ice cream. Take this freezer out of here. So I went I picked up one. I attempted to go to a ski resort, Snow Snake in Harrison, Michigan. Little uh, podunk. Resort? I can't even call it a resort. I, I'll call it a fucking uh, garbage dump hill. <laughs> it's not a very big hill, at least what I saw. It's probably a good bunny slope. It's a good place probably for people who are not uh, incredibly adventurous, not good skiers, first-timers. It's probably good for you there. But I got there at 9 in the morning. 9 in the morning! And no one was fucking there. I'm like, how is nobody here at 9 in the morning? Like, I don't even know when ski resorts open. You figure as long as it's cold, somebody's going to be out there wanting to ski. But nobody was there. So then I had to go to the Dow Center in Saginaw, Michigan. The Dow Center is where the Saginaw Spirit play, the minor league hockey team. I don't know who the fuck they're affiliated with. And connected to it is the convention center. And I have played the convention center before, the largest crowd I ever performed in front of. 3,000 people, I think, were there. One of the one of the most fun nights of my life in comedy. And uh, 
I'll, I'll always remember the story of like I'm on stage and I'm just fucking destroying. I'm killing the crowd. I know a lot of comics will say, oh my God, everyone killed, everyone destroyed. I was doing super duper well. And if you know me at all, you know I don't really fucking uh, pat myself on the back a whole lot. But I, that night I was. And you know what? You know who was uh, more surprised than me? Nobody. I was the most surprised. I don't, you know, these people were eating out of my hands. But while I'm on stage, I'm doing great. While I'm on stage, some motherfucker messages my fan page on Facebook. And all they wrote was, you suck. Someone during the show, while I am on stage, someone messages me and to tell me that I suck. God damn, what a fucking asshole. I think I responded, uh, you're not wrong, or something of that nature. But what a cunt fucking move. God damn, one of, one of the best nights of my life in comedy and some dick fuck. Has to be like, you suck. Ugh. Loser. Fucking loser. I hope he's dead. <laughs> so, uh, I go to pick up another freezer. Uh, the lady's like, ah, oh, no, uh, the boss doesn't want us to have this anymore, but I want it. The manager of the store is like, I want it. I'm like, I, I don't know, lady. You just tell me whenever we're picking this up or not. And by the time I'm there, the lady from Snow Snake messages my boss and goes, yeah, we need dots before the weekend. And my boss is like, my driver was there at 9 o'clock, you dumb bitch. <laughs> when the fuck are you open? Because, again, it's not like I was there at 6 in the morning. 9 in the morning. How was one person not there? Like, someone working the kitchen. Because you got to do kitchen prep for shit. How is someone there not to, like, check equipment, right? Like, you get ski lifts and all that shit. I, you know, I don't know. Snow making machines. Right? I, I don't work at a ski resort, but to me, it seems like 9 o'clock in the morning is well worth it. So uh, I go back. I give her 8, whatever. I leave. My boss is like, stop at this bowling alley in Clare. Ugh. You guys ever been to Clare? There's nothing good in Clare other than there's a donut shop. It's called, like, Cops and Donuts or something. And I think it is legitimately is owned by police officers. They're playing off the whole stereotype of cops love donuts. But other than that place, because it is a pretty decent donut shop. I have stopped there before. Pretty good. It, it's, it's a tourist trap, though, because they sell so much fucking merch, mugs and shirts and shit. I, fuck them. You were with me until you fucking uh, were monetizing this dumb gimmick. Just be a fucking coffee shop. Don't be a tour stop, you idiots. But I go to the bowling alley. I've been there before. I know where the freezer is. I go, I check the freezer. It needs a couple. So I'm looking for somebody who works there. I, you know, I was all of there a couple minutes. Nobody was behind the counter. I was like, what the fuck? So I go into the bar area. And I look in, they got a window before you actually walk in. And I see these people in there. And it looks like there's a party going on. Right? I hear music and I see all these people dancing and stuff. And I'm like going, is there like a weird work party? Because, you know, this is, I don't even think it's 2 in the afternoon. I think it's like 1 o'clock. And, uh, I mean, who's fucking having a work party at one and, and people are getting drunk or whatever like there's just way too many there's like 10 people in there 
Nobody's bowling, but there's like 10 people in this area dancing and partying. I'm like, what the shit? So I open the door and I hear the music and I look and there's a woman wear, uh, wearing, she's holding one of those light ring things, those circular light bulb things. She's got one of those and there's a guy who's filming shit. And what it is, there's six women who are dancing around the, the pool table. They're scantily clad. Like, they're, they're all wearing, like, football jerseys, but they're, like, crop-top jerseys. So, you see, they got the bare midriff, and they're just wearing, like, uh, fishnet stockings, right? Like, this is the kind of thing you'd be like, oh, these are strippers. <laughs> these are Claire Michigan finest strippers. <laughs> and they're all dancing around, synchronized dancing around the pool table and I'm looking at them and I realize like, Oh, they're feeling like a video or some shit. Cause they're playing, they are playing music. It's some country music song singing, some woman singing about how she loves football or whatever. I don't recognize the song, but it plays into the, the, the attire of what these ladies are wearing. And I'm looking at him like, I, I'm like going, oh shit, did I just interrupt something? But I was pretty quiet. Nobody seemed to pay any attention to me. No one seemed to give a fuck. So I was like, okay. And there's a woman, an old lady working behind the counter. And uh, I motion her over and she comes over and she gives me this look of like, yeah, I know this is weird shit. And I'm like, yeah, this is weird shit. Why the fuck are you guys filming like the beginning of a fucking porn movie <laughs> in your bowling alley? Like, when is uh, some dude with a fucking 18-inch cock coming out and having sex with these six ladies? <laughs> so uh, I have her sign the fucking invoice, and I just give them the dots, and I get the hell out of there. I'm like, fuck this shit. I don't want to be I don't want to be here when the cops show up because they're busting you for something illegal. In Claire, you got cops and donuts down the road, half a mile down the road. I don't think you guys want anything to do with that. It was just kind of weird. It was very weird. So the day ended, you know, all this one-off shit. Tomorrow's a bunch of schools in Detroit. I have to kind of ditch work early because I have an appointment tomorrow. Uh, for one of the jobs, I have to get a drug test which will be fine uh but i also they're they're doing like a weird physical they got to make sure that i can lift like 50 pounds or something like that i'm like what is all of this bullshit it just seems weird to me and these places all close at four o'clock they're done like the last appointment I could get was at four. So I guess technically they're done at five, but you got to have an appointment. It takes a while. Apparently I, it's all weirdness. I was supposed to have gotten it done last week, but I never got around to it and I couldn't get to it because I work and they, pe the people call me and they're like, oh, you missed it. I'm like, yeah, I know I missed it because these places have shit fucking hours. They're not open on weekends. They're only open till four. I, I'm like, are you sending me to a bank? Is someone going to uh, 
fucking send me a mnemonic tube and I'm going to have to send them in my checks with three forms of ID? I don't understand this. I don't understand any of these places that require you to do shit for a job, but then they, they don't have fucking decent hours for anybody who has a fucking job to go. I don't understand mechanics that are only open till like five in the afternoon and they're not open on weekends. I think a, a, an auto repair place would fucking kill if they just had hours open till like seven and they had a Saturday, they were open to like nine to two or some shit. Sunday, they're open nine to two. Just something. Fuck, cars don't break down between nine and five. Fucking cocksuckers. So I kind of got to get out of work early to go do that shit. It's always an inconvenience. It's an inconvenience, don't you know? But I got to do it, man. I got to do it. Because my boss is worried about the job because, like I said, we're losing accounts. We're not getting accounts. It's a bad time of year. Even though I've already worked my 40 hours this week, it's not a great time of year. It's crazy. Fucking crazy, man. I'm still banned on Facebook. I'm still on my ban. I got, I got a 30-day ban. I'm like, ha. Uh, 16 days into it. I got two more weeks. What a pain in the ass. But Facebook is goofy because you can still see shit. You can still message people. I just can't post or comment or like any other thing. I can't even unfriend people. I went to unfriend someone because I didn't even know who they were. I'm getting to the point like if I don't know who you are i don't recognize you uh as a even as a social media presence i'm like eh, you gotta fucking go so i went to unfriend somebody and uh facebook was like nope you can't do that you're still in a band and i'm like well you let me message people you still let me see this shit you fucking weirdos but uh so i do get to see facebook memories and today today the 13th of January, there must be something special about that day because there were just two things that happened three years ago. These two things happened on the same day um, that were just kind of significant of sorts. The first being, three years ago today was the gotcha day for good old Sadie Dog. Good old Sadie Dog. I got her from the Muskegon uh, Humane Society. And I got Sadie because, because she was an old bitch. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. I was looking for an old dog that had life beaten out of them. And that's what I want. I, I, you know, a lot of people want puppies or young dogs or whatever. I'm like, fuck that shit. That is too much energy, too much excitement, too much insanity. I want no part of it. I want a dog that's just going to hop on the couch and sleep 20 hours. It'll get up to go outside to take a shit. It'll come inside to eat. 
and then that'll be about it. That's all I want. And that's what Sadie Dog was. Sadie Dog, I think, was 10 when I got her. So she's 13 now. She's probably got about two months left. <laughs> and uh, she's been a great dog. She got it. She got along very well with Wean Dog. They're about the same size, like 30-pound dogs. They're not very big. That's the... I've discovered that is the right size dog for me. They're not very big. They're not teeny like a little uh, chihuahua or something. I can pick them up easy enough if I have to, but they're not, you know, not like little teacup dogs. So that was, uh, that was number one. Number two, I dealt with Mr. Uh, Matt Harper, host of the Another Episode podcast creator of Matt Harper Art. Three years ago today, uh, I had taken him on the road with me and we did the full weekend, the full Monty, at the good old Holly Hotel in Holly, Michigan. Holly Hotel, even though it says it's a hotel, is not. It may have been at some point in its existence, but it was just a fancy restaurant that had a comedy club in the basement. And uh, I took Matt to open up for me, and uh, he was all excited because it was his first full weekend working a club. And I like to take guys with me. Like, every time I worked that club, I would bring someone to either host the show or guest spot the show. On two separate occasions, when I featured, I brought headliners. <laughs> How weird is that? And then uh, when I was headlining, I would bring people to feature for me. So that's, uh, that was good. So three years ago, Matt was all geeked and excited about it. And uh, it was great. I remember it being a fun weekend. And so I, I took a screenshot of it and I sent it to Matt. I was like, ah, three years ago. Remember? Yeah, it was great. Ah. And he's like, you know, I was just like, I'm going to tell you. That was, he says... That was about the time that you were starting to think of quitting comedy. And I'm like, yep, sure was. Sure was. And he said, he's like, those shows that we did were probably some of the funniest shows that you ever did because you just didn't give a fuck. I was like, yeah, yeah, probably. I probably won't disagree with you. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care. What, what, are they not going to have me back to a place I don't ever want to come back to? <laughs> you can't, you can't threaten me with shit. A lot, of, a lot of this stuff, I feel unencumbered by a lot of fucking dumb comedy shit. Dumb bookers, dumb rooms, dumb clubs. They can all go fuck themselves. I don't give a shit anymore. So I remember it was fun. I, I think, like, not uh, angrily. But I was basically telling people to, like, go fuck themselves. <laughs> that was always my favorite thing to do when I was on stage and I could more or less tell someone to go fuck themselves and people would laugh about it. You know, it was just like, kind of like roasting people or whatever. I got. I have my own little comedy roast happening right now and nobody's quite aware of it, but I'm fucking doing it anyway. And that room was fine. The Holly Hotel was fine. It does, it still exists, but they don't do comedy weekly like they did. It's like special occasions. They kind of turned that venue area. It was in the basement. They turned it into like a 
jazz room of sorts. They were trying to make it fancier. Fancier. Just odd. Whatever, man. Oh shit, I am tired of it. It was kind of, I just feel like uh, I had a fucking, uh, you know those uh, things they use on stage at a, a theatrical stage, they use sandbags to move curtains or whatever about. I, I feel like one of those things like just kind of dropped on me. I just want to go to bed now. It's not even seven o'clock and I just want to go to bed now. That's pretty, that's pretty sad. But uh, it's me getting old, I guess. So this weekend, uh, I know I haven't, I don't believe I've talked about it on the freebie, but this weekend the Bills are playing in the playoffs. How about that? Was it three out of the last four years the Bills have been in the playoffs? It's pretty fucking good. I will take it. Uh, they're playing the 8 o'clock game or whatever uh, against the New England Patriots. And I'm going to tell you guys this, everybody. I did it last year, and I'm going to do it again this year. If the Bills win, I am going to smash a fucking table. How about that, everybody? I will smash a table. Jamie's not here uh, like she was last year to film it. So I'm going to have to figure out, I'll have to use my tripod and everything, all that nonsense. And I'm still banned on Facebook. So I can't, uh, I did Facebook Lives of it last year. I can't do that this year. So I'm going to have to do it on the Insta, I guess. On the Insta, Insta. I'll do it on the Insta, I guess. And it'll be late, though. Fuck, because the game's at 8, 830. It'll be like midnight, some shit. I'll be outside fucking in the cold, probably. Gross. But if the Bills win, I guess look for it on my Instagram. Because I don't think Twitter does. Uh, Twitter doesn't do live things anymore, right? Like, they had the Periscope. But I don't think Periscope exists anymore. Now, I know they got, like, Twitter spaces or some shit. God, I, I am getting so disinterested in social media. Uh, a lot of these functions. I don't do reels uh, on Instagram. I don't do stories on Facebook. Uh, you know, I'm not on TikTok. I don't fucking really use Snapchat a ton. Although I did today, I saw about like 50 turkeys cross the road. Why did the turkeys cross the road? I have no fucking clue. But they did. A bunch of them were flying, too. It's always weird when you see flying turkeys. But I'm so, you know, I don't... I'm out. I'm out of social media, everybody. God damn, man. I'm out. But if you give a shit, that's where I'll be. I'll be over there on fucking the, uh, on the Insta. On the Insta. Speaking of social media, though, uh, I don't mean to brag, but I am, uh, I am now a spokesperson, <laughs> and I use that term lightly. Uh, I am a spokesperson for uh, Speedway. How about that? I'm a spokesperson for Speedway. Because way back, way back in um. 
December, December 2nd, I tweeted at Speedway. Because Speedway has this promotion where uh, they had this peppermint coffee drink, peppermint mocha drink. And, uh, you know, holiday drink kind of thing. And I got it, and it was super good. But I will say this. The first one I had was the best one I had. So I began to, like, chase the dragon. Because every other one I got, it just seemed a little too sweet, a little too syrupy. There was The mixture of coffee and peppermint was off. But anyway, I tweeted Speedway, and I was like, yo, your peppermint mocha is legit. So more than a month later, this was back on the 6th, so a week ago, Speedway messages me, and they're like, hey there, we love this tweet. Would you be interested in allowing us to feature it on our social media channels? If so, DM us back, and we'll send you more information. And I was like, oh, sure, go ahead. And then the legalese came out from Speedway. They go, great to hear. Would you be willing to grant Speedway LLC permission to use this tweet on its digital channels? Please reply yes or approve to grant Speedway LLC and its affiliates and partners, Speedway in quotations, a non-exclusive, royalty-free, perpetual, and transferable right and license to, one, use, reproduce, distribute, display, perform, and alter the photographs or videos shown above the, uh, in, in quotations, the work, in connection with Speedway's advertising and promotional activities, including but not limited to its website, mobile app, menu boards, digital screens at stores and social media channels, and two, two, reproduce, distribute, display, and otherwise use your likeness, image, voice, and other identifying information collectively uh, your likeness, in quotations, as depicted in the work in connection with Speedway's advertising and promotional activities, including, but not limited to, its website, mobile app, menu boards, digital screens at stores, and social media. <laughs> what? What? Why don't they just go, we're going to use this shit, and you ain't getting shit. <laughs> That's how, I just, what they just said in about uh, three, 300 words, I said in like five. Personally, they should just go, hey man, here's a coupon for uh, a peppermint mocha. Thanks for, thanks for enjoying it. Thanks for telling us you liked it. So now they're going to use it and I ain't getting shit. I should have had my lawyer look it over. And by my lawyer, I mean wean dog. <laughs> Good old fucking wean dog. So I just thought that was kind of cool, but it's pretty sad at the same point that they're just like, they got to do all this legally shit because I guess somewhere, someone down the line would probably like, oh my God, you used my whatever, you used my likeness or my tweets or whatever to benefit you and I wasn't compensated in any kind of capacity. And I'm basically just going, hey, I liked your peppermint mocha. Whatever. I'm not getting anything from it. I wasn't getting anything from it to begin with. Fucking whatever. Give me 500 Speedway points <laughs> that I'll use to purchase a peppermint mocha. 
If you lived near a Speedway, did you guys get a peppermint mocha? I don't know if you can still get it now. I don't know if it's a holiday thing or a winter thing. If if I if you can't, I'll have to look next time in a Speedway. I don't like Speedway's new coffee machines. I don't know if you guys had been there before. They used to have the coffee pots. And I love the coffee pots, but I'm sure it became a thing where like, because you had to pour it yourself. So like people were making a mess or uh, they were pouring it on themselves or they're dropping the decanters and breaking it, the pots. So they, now they just have these machines that kind of like slurp out the coffee to you. And uh, I'm going to, I'll say this out loud. I'll say it to Speedway's face. It's not as good. It's not as good. And maybe it's because I don't know any better. And uh, I won't disagree. I'm not a coffee connoisseur. I don't like going to Speedway. Or not Speedway, to Starbucks. I don't like it. Uh, you know, to me, is it black? Can I put some cream in it? All right, let's get the fuck out of here. It doesn't cost 10 bucks. Okay, great. Moving on with my day. But there we go. There we go. There we fucking go, man. Good old fucking, good old fucking Speedway. They were bought by uh, 7-Eleven, so I don't know if they'll eventually turn over to 7-Elevens or if they'll just remain speedway and sell 7-eleven merch i don't know so are you guys excited for football this weekend i'm excited it is the time of year well i'll i'll watch more football than i normally would like i'll watch games that the bills aren't actively playing in this is good uh one of the players who i used to hear about all the time i used to read about all the time because he played for detroit He's no longer playing on Detroit's team. He's not playing for the Lions. He got traded over to L.A. Rams. I'm talking about the one and only Mr. Matthew Stafford, who he always seemed to have like a weird reputation. A lot of people blamed him for the futility of the Lions, even though he always seemingly he would have good games. He, as an individual, would play well. Um, but they blamed him for shit. So he's gone. And guess what? The Rams are in the playoffs, and the Lions are not. So, you know, whatever. I like him. I don't particularly seem to care for his wife, Kelly. She's one of these people who's just like a big mouth. Uh, she's always got shit to say. And I'm nev I've never been a fan of these, uh, these spouses or girlfriends of players who just want to chirp about shit. I'm like, fucking just shut up, right? I don't want to hear from you. Your opinion doesn't matter. Be quiet. But she's not. She's never quiet. And uh, what she's talking about, though, I just found this funny, too. She's encouraging, she's imploring, imploring fans of the Rams to not sell their tickets. She's under the belief that Rams fans will gouge 49er fans, sell like a $100 ticket for $200 or whatever, so they won't go. And she's fearful that the stands will be filled full of Niner fans. And apparently that's what happened uh, back in um, uh, week 18. 
So not that long ago, the the fucking Rams uh, played played the Niners, and there were a shit ton of Niner fans there. Back then, the Rams blew a 17-point lead and had to fight back to force overtime, and they lost on a field goal. Stafford uh, noted how difficult it was on offense. He was like, it was a tough environment for us to communicate, and really the whole second half, our guys did a nice job, and we got the lead back, just didn't finish it the way we can on offense and could have. Had we gotten a first down there, the game probably would have been over. So it's just funny. It's funny to me. Although I think they're playing the goddamn Cardinals. Yeah, they are. They're playing the Cardinals. So why is she fearful about the Niners? Maybe she's just saying like, hey, this happened when we played the Niners. Don't sell. Yeah, it says she goes, my please. She wrote in a post on Instagram on Insta. She said, please don't sell your tickets to Arizona fans. Well, I'm going to tell you this, Kelly, Kelly Stafford. If I have a ticket to your game, um, but I can make some money, fuck, I'm going to sell it. I'm not going to lie. I, if, if I was in a need, if I was in dire straits, if I had medical bills that I had to pay, <laughs> I might consider making a little bit of profit and then sitting at home and watching the game on TV. I don't fucking owe you. I don't owe your fucking husband a damn thing. If anything, you owe me. You wouldn't be making millions of dollars if it wasn't for fans like me, you dumb bitch. Just funny. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Don't sell your tickets. I guess the thing, too, and maybe it's different in L.A. because the Rams, uh, you know, I, I don't know how L.A. feels about their professional sports teams. They seem like very fair-weather fans. They seem like a lot of bandwagoners. Oh, you're doing good? Yeah, I'm a fan. Oh, you're not doing good? Yeah, you suck. I don't give a shit. I'm going surfing or whatever. I don't, you know, and it see LA seems like a lot of place where there's a lot of transplants too. There's people from other areas who are like, they're Cowboys fans or Bronco fans or whatever. So don't fucking tell me, Kelly Stafford, what to do. I'll sell my ticket to whoever I goddamn want. Although if I was a Buffalo Bills fan and someone sold a Buffalo Bills ticket to a fucking Patriots fan, I'd have to punch that person in the face. <laughs> I'd punch him right in the face. I was listening to a uh, th this guy who does a podcast. He does a podcast on the Bills. And he did an Instagram Live yesterday. He was giving some shit away for free. I like his podcast. So I just remembered by chance that he was doing this Instagram Live thing. And so I watched it and whatever. And he, he was talking about how he had never been, he's never been to a Bills playoff game. Which I find funny. I mean, I haven't, I mean, I've, I've been to a couple. <laughs> I went to a couple in Buffalo. I saw one in Cleveland. They lost to the Browns. I saw one in Cincinnati. They lost to the Bengals. That tells you how long ago it was. The, the Bills and the Bengals played in the AFC Championship game, and I was there for it, and they lost. And then they uh, the Bengals got, I think, fucking destroyed by the Niners that year. The Niners... Niners. Uh, all right, this is this is silly. I yes, I've been talking a lot about how people are dumb with uh 
the coronavirus. I mean, yesterday I talked about how I was in a whole bunch of places and I'm looking around and I'm the only person out of 10 wearing a mask. I'm one of two out of 16 people wearing a mask in another place. Just very simple things. Get If you haven't gotten vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't wear a mask, wear a fucking mask. This is how we're going to get rid of this shit. We're going to minimize this shit. Do very simple things. Damn, I sound like a broken record because I am. I am a broken record. Do the damn right thing. God bless America. Uh, but there's a guy in Canada. Canada! He's refusing to have his daughter get vaccinated. He's got a seven-year-old daughter who's vaccinated or not vaccinated. He doesn't want her to. Uh, and his wife, his ex-wife, does. His ex-wife is like, yes, please. We got to get this daughter vaccinated. And they were talking about it on the online show live with Laura Lynn. And that's how a lot of the shit's come to uh, public consumption. And this is going to tell you uh, why the man is a lunatic just because of his name. His name is Michael Jackson. (laughs) Of course he's a lunatic. Of course he's a horrible father. His name's Michael Jackson. On the show, he said his wife indicated the child would get the vaccine once it was approved by the government officials, but he couldn't let it happen. The daughter later stayed on the show. She didn't want to get the vaccine because it could change your DNA and make you sick and kill you. I wonder what kind of dumb fucking lunatic is telling her that dumb bullshit stories, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson added that he was supposed to return his daughter to the mother after a weekend together in early November, but decided to keep the child. So he's had this kid now for like two months removed from the daughter. He's brainwashed the daughter. He continues to say, I had to protect my daughter from the vaccine. I'm following God. What God? God doesn't give a shit. God wants you to get vaccinated. God gave us the knowledge and wisdom and the ability to create a vaccine to destroy the fucking virus that came from the devil. (laughs) I'm doing what God wants me to do. The mother, whose name isn't any better than Michael Jackson, her name is Marie Carr Jackson. Marie Carr. M-A-R-I-E-C-A-R. Marie Carr? How else would you say that? Mary Carr? (laughs) She is now pleading with the public to help them find her daughter. She told the CBC she last spoke with her daughter on the phone on November 21st. Jill Drennan, Macari Jackson's lawyer, told the outlet there are two court orders revoking the father's custody and stating the seven-year-old be immediately returned to her mother, but police officers in Saskatchewan went to the father's house to enforce the order and nobody was there. That fucking cocksucker Michael Jackson. He's probably in Gary, Indiana. Gary! Gary! Mary Carr said she fears for her child's safety and just wants her home. Mommy will never stop looking for you. Mommy loves you so much. Every day I pray that someday you'll be home. I love you so much. Mommy is standing strong, and someday we will be together. Now, can you hold 
uh, this this online talk show live with Laura Lynn, can you hold them in contempt? Can you hold them responsible? Can you go, hey, you fucking know where this cocksucker is? Because he was on the show. I mean, I know it's an online show, so he probably zoomed in. But uh, you, you, you probably at least have like a phone number of some kind to get in contact with this guy. Hit up Laura Lynn. Beat her ass. Get this kid vaccinated. Fucking offer the kid some poutine. <laughs> hey, kid, come get vaccinated. Free poutine. Oh, shit. You said free poutine? Yes, I did. Oh, goddamn, I love poutine. Now, I don't really understand why Canadians talking with a southern accent. But because there are rednecks and hillbillies in Canada, I'm assuming that they talk with a redneck hillbilly accent. Oh, goddamn, I love me some poutine. <laughs> I'm not even sure I've ever really had poutine. It's just potatoes with gravy. We love mashed potatoes with gravy here. Why wouldn't we fucking love french fries with gravy? Of course we would. Yesterday, I think it was yesterday, yesterday or two days ago, I talked about this asshole landlord that I heard fucking ranting about shit. Today is the story, I think this is going to be it. Today is a story about a tenant who was like, fuck you, fuck my landlord, fuck them all. Um... The tenant was mad and uh, he was, apparently this tenant was going to get evicted. This happened in Spain. Pan the Farada, Spain. This tenant was going to get evicted. I don't know why they're getting evicted. I don't know if it was because of payment. I don't know if it's because they were a shitty fucking tenant. I don't know if they've had complaints about them or what, but they're going to get the boot. And the tenant was like, oh, fuck no, you're not booting me, bitch. So they did something that uh, I'll be the first to say is a little extreme and is probably a little short-sighted because uh, what, he, what they did, uh, this tenant, instead of just allowing themselves to be evicted, they, uh, they blew up their apartment. Shortly before 4 a.m., a loud blast, that was me farting, a loud blast ripped through Pond Fur to Spain with mountains of de debris left strewn through a road and crushing cars. The gas explosion happened in an apartment in Calais, Alcan area of the city with the roof blown off the building. And they're showing pictures of it. And yeah, this fucking, the roof is gone. A good chunk of the wall is gone. Everything is charred to fuck. Uh, several cars on the streets had their roofs caved in from all these bricks and debris that went flying. Ooh, a fire almost completely destroyed everything inside this house. Neighbors were evacuated for several hours as firefighters put out the blaze and assessed the damage. It seems rather short-sighted, man. Uh, listen, I don't want you to evict me, but uh, instead I'm going to blow up your this fucking building. 
Uh, so now this guy doesn't have a place to live and he's going to be wanted by the cops. That doesn't say how it blew up. I'm assuming it was a gas explosion. Yeah, I did say the gas explosion happened in the apartment. Huh. Crazy. Now I have, it's been a very long time since I've had a landlord. It's been over 21 years. And I don't recall ever being mad at any of my landlords ever. I, t I had talked about a story with the landlord that my, my buddies had who was a fucking asshole, but I've never had one. I've always had a good one because it, it always came down to me. Like if I got to leave early, do I want problems with my landlord? If I want out of this lease and I, I never had problems getting out of my lease because the landlord's like, yeah, you've been a good tenant. You get the fuck out of here. I'm like, ah, oh, thanks, man. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. And I got the fuck out of there. I never thought about, like, destroying my apartment, let alone fucking blowing it up. People are fucking assholes. Fucking assholes. Ah, uh, all right, everybody, that's it. I got some shit to do tonight. I got some cards to go through. I got an auction of uh, cards that came in. I'm going to go through them. I was going through some yesterday. I got, um, this is... This is exciting news for me. I got an Ernie Banks card. I don't know if you guys know who that is. He was Mr. Cubs. I guess that was his nickname, Mr. Cubs. He played with the Chicago Cubs. He was Mr. Cubs. And a uh, long time ago, this card was from 1964, I think. And uh, it's in great shape other than like the top left corner is missing. God bless it. So I went and I looked, and the card in good shape was going for like $125. Nice. So I don't know what this one would go for because it's got a little chunk missing. That sucks. But it's been fun for me through going through these cards, so that's that's good. So uh, if you guys can do me a solid, like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, that would be nice. If you like this bullshit, go subscribe to the Patreon because it's the same bullshit, just more bullshit. So who doesn't love bullshit? Go subscribe. Just five bucks a month. One less ice mocha mocha in your life. Go subscribe. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, get at me. Message me. You know why you need to message me. Go message me if you could. That would be great. Uh, and then if you could do a solid. I talked about uh, another episode podcast with Matt Harper. That's a podcast where he talks about movies that shaped his childhood. He's got a co-host, Manny Lane. Every Wednesday they talk about movies that did what i just said so these are movies that are like 20 years old or older this past wednesday they talked about the mel gibson classic maverick which i believe i've never seen but uh you can follow them on facebook instagram and twitter and listen on your favorite podcast platform every wednesday and he's got an instagram page for his art matt harper art he also has a tiktok see he's still engaged with the young folk got a TikTok Matt Harper art and uh, it's just showing all the stuff that he's drawing and he'll draw some stuff for you if you want so just get a hold of him at Matt Harper art on Instagram go check out the Sunday slaw Adam House and his wife Stephanie they eat coleslaw they do Facebook lives of themselves eating coleslaw it's good stuff Adam's a big Detroit Lions fan he bought a Calvin Johnson jersey from me looked really sharp when he was wearing it uh, I got jerseys for sale on Macari. If you guys are interested, I got a whole bunch of shit up there. I'm going to start posting some of these cards I've won, too. 
we'll see how that goes. Uh, so go like their page, The Sunday Slaw on Facebook. And last but not least, Magic JBN. My buddy John Midgley lives all the way down there in Tennessee. Tennessee? Do you eat poutine down in Tennessee? He's got a page for his magic stuff because he is a magician. He's a good magician. He's got some skills. So go like his Facebook page and you can see all the stuff that's going on in his life. Magic JBN. So that's it, everybody. I am done. Thank you for listening to this horse shit. If there's anything that you want me to talk about, let me know, man. I always appreciate when people throw weird, crazy stories at me. That's always nice. One less thing for me to do. Fuck. So, uh, all right, everybody, that's it. I'll be back tomorrow for the Patreon, or I'll see you Monday uh, for the freebie. And I guess go follow me on Instagram if you don't, and uh, you'll see me fucking break a table if the Bills win on Saturday. So, all right, everybody, you guys are great. Love you. I'll see you later. Have a good one. Keep okay, up.